In this episode of the Past the Everything podcast, we bid farewell to a fast food institution. We introduce a holiday festive flavor that we can actually get behind as an addition to hot chocolate and all the ways to make it bougie. Plus, there is a food shortage that actually has nothing to do with supply chain issues. Closing up with a rundown of 2021's top Google recipe trends. And as always, our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Past the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. This is my podcast partner. For the sake of the podcast, we'll call him PTE. He started the Past the Everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And he is beginning this episode sad already. We'll get to the reason why in a bit. All right. And she's Ashley. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm a Do little sad. First. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast. And this is the only time of year where you can wear a red shirt. And it looks like you're doing it on purpose to be festive yeah. because you have the green hair. Right. So people look at you. They're like, oh, look how that's adorable. Yeah, look at, she's look doing at, a Christmas look thing. Look at this girl in the Christmas thing. And then it's July and they run yeah. into you again. Like, oh, what the, the rest the of the year? It's weird here? if yeah. I wear a red shirt with green hair. Yeah. No, it's very weird. It's like the human version of, oh, this person just leaves up their Christmas tree year round, but it's <laughs> exactly. with your hair. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, stop uh, laughing because do you want to share the reason? We're going to change things up a little bit. We always do, you know, this. the meat of our podcast is what we call the scoop, which is stories, at least vaguely, about food. Yes. And you have one mm -hmm. to deliver. Like, you are going to be the newscaster today. Dee, we're dee, 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 dee. From yeah. the news desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot lead for you. Yeah. I'll let you, I'll let you share it. Yeah, do so you, here we go. Do you want me to cue some like, sad can you, music in the background? Yeah, it'd be great if you could sing for us or hum so we don't get a copyright infringement <laughs> right. or some yeah legal uh, team coming after us. All right, so I'll start off the scoop with, the something, with something here a little somber. Um, America's last Popeye's buffet is closing its doors. This is beautiful. Thank you very much for this. It's closing its doors forever. A Louisiana location was the only remaining Popeye's to offer all-you-can-eat fried chicken. To quote Food & Wine article... I can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I was really trying to keep it together the whole time. I was just like, I can't believe she's still doing like, this. This is too good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was freaking me out. <laughs> to quote the article, some opportunities are simply lost to time. The closest I will ever get to seeing the Beatles is watching the Get Back documentary. Are you still... Are you laugh, Are you? Did you snort laugh just now? I'm Into trying to be shirt. sad over here. I'm upset. Yeah, okay, Popeyes. Now you have tears in your eyes, but you're making yourself laugh because uh -huh. you're humming Sarah McLaughlin. I'm trying to talk about Popeyes. Popeyes, buffet, closing. Okay, I'm back. But yes. the worst missed opportunities are the ones you had a chance to experience, but you didn't quite get there in time. Alas, the last remaining Popeyes buffet has reportedly officially closed. My hometown. Your hometown. Lafayette, Louisiana. I have to ask you, and I did not ask you this before we started recording. Please tell me, did you ever visit the Popeye's buffet. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Is it everything that it's cracked up to be? I mean, it's the price was around $10. In the article, it states that at some points in this buffet, you could purchase mm -hmm. tacos, spaghetti, and macaroni. I don't along remember with fried tacos, chicken. Okay. But 
that's that's on par for me because for a long time I thought I didn't like tacos like growing up. Whoa. I this mean, is I got, a whole nother. I'm already whole, sad. I can't story, start yeah. questioning know, our friendship know, know, right now because I'll just walk right out. Yeah, okay. I know. I don't remember there being tacos in the buffet, but it was great. Uh, like it was for me, it was like serve up your sides. That was, oh, that was enough. Yes, you know? yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm from there, but mm-hmm. I don't have even as much of an appreciation for that establishment as your favorite person ever in the world. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Yes. Like if you saw the special where he went to that part of the state mm-hmm. and did Mardi Gras there, yes, he went there three days in a row. Yeah, to that one, not just like oh, I had Popeyes three days in a yeah, row. Yeah, no, because that's a fairly typical Mardi Gras experience Very. for whatever reason. Well, also, he did like a, I also believe it was a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like boom, 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 three in a row, and it's Popeyes buffet, and reportedly right. was his favorite restaurant in Louisiana, which is saying a lot <laughs> about his love for Popeyes. So. I'm actually reading a book. It's called In the Weeds by uh-huh. Tom Vitale, who was his producer on all of his shows. And at a private memorial following his death, they had a bunch of catered food. Most of it was Asian food, with the exception of Popeye's chicken. So Popeye's chicken was there. And there's a quote from him that I found because apparently he used to wear a disguise when he went and ate at Popeye's because he was so embarrassed by how much he <laughs> loved it because people would take photos of him. And the quote is, quote, I have an unholy and guilty attraction to fast food, macaroni, and cheese. During the morning, I get these horrendous cravings for Popeye's mac and cheese, <laughs> and I, uh, well, I will often disguise myself to try to slip into Popeye's, or in a pinch, I will even go to the colonel. There, I admit it. What do you think the disguise was for Anthony Bourdain sneaking into Popeye's I, to get his macaroni? I picture fix. it something kind of ironic and like over the top, like a like some glasses with like a fake mustache or something, <laughs> or just like he's really hungover and he put the hood up or something, you know, or a uh, baseball cap over the eyes would definitely be a go-to move there. See, if and it never worked because he the always sitting behind the counter, I'm nervous. Like a yeah. tall man, very tall hood yes. up. It's like, give me the macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> like you smell, think, you smell whiskey on his breath. Like, Oh, he's in a, he's in a position where he can, he can hurt me. No, oh, but wait, like when you're approaching is, that way, I yes. think I'm getting robbed. Yeah. But really, he's just trying to be real down yeah, low. Yeah, real down macaroni. low. Macaroni. And he already has the, you know, or, he, you know, he had the low voice. Can you imagine walking right. to the counter? I'm going to order the, the macaroni. macaroni cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he, like, instructs you to lean in close as to not, so he doesn't have to vocalize himself. I need you to, I need to order the macaroni and You cheese. know what? That's so great about <laughs> no one knowing or caring who the fuck you are. Yes, I agree. You can get Popeyes whenever you want. Whenever and nobody's you want. taking pictures of you coming in or out. No one. Wait, so, and I, I believe I did share this with you. So I've been trying to go running, which is horrible. I running don't to suggest. Um, kind of, yeah. But the <laughs> fucked up part is I live in a neighborhood that's very close to a Popeyes. And my route ends right around it. So every oh. time my, my run's almost over, I just smell biscuits. You can smell the biscuits from at least a block and a half away. Does a part of your brain <sighs> say, I earned this? That's exactly where my brain goes. <laughs> in fact, 99% of the time when I go to Popeyes, it's because I finished my run and whatever. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I fucking earned it. And then I proceed to go there and get like, you know, the spicy chicken sandwich meal, large with an extra biscuit with whatever else. And it gets, so you quickly went from, I earned this to, I undid that. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did I undo that, but no amount I ever run will equate to the amount of Popeyes I just ingested. And also they have the chocolate, this location, I don't want to say it out loud. Cause then I'm like, basically tell people where I live. Right. This location by me, they have the chocolate beignets. They've never ran out since I've been there. Huh. Yeah. You know what they don't have? Mm. A buffet. 
God damn it. Yeah, I just had I was to already it. starting to move on, man. I, know, to I, had to, I had to bring you back to the story. I want to point out uh, that someone did make a change.org petition yes, to yes. reopen that specific one buffet location in mm-hmm. Lafayette, Louisiana on Pinhook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it only has like 2,500 signatures, one of them being me, as yes. of the time that I'm recording this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're hearing this and you think like, damn, that would be a great trip to go experience this one remaining Popeye's buffet in the United States of America, you got to do your due diligence and get on change.org and look for that Popeye's buffet petition. And we need, we just need like one or two diehard Popeye's crazies to really get on board with this. Like we need some people to like write their Senator. Is that still a thing? Do people still write letters to their senators? I don't think that's how it works for a business. Mm, Okay. I feel like it could though. Like if we just harass in my mind, it's like we just harass people enough. They'll eventually just give in. That's the my, senators that's my, are like, can you get this mantra. off my desk? Like, like, dude, this guy's been emailing me nonstop. He's sending letters. Like, he sent it to my physical house. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he sent me a box of Popeye's chicken bones. Yeah. And I don't really know how to interpret that. Yeah. Is yeah. he threatening me? Right. Is he just sending me his trash? <laughs> <laughs> Reopen the buffet or else. <laughs> You're like, okay. Do you know how much I had to pay for this? Way more than $10 because the buffet no longer exists. <laughs> okay. It is a sad moment though. It really is sad because I regret it because I never I never went there. It's one of those things in Louisiana where I just always assumed it would be there. Okay. Now you got to start making Doing a thing. list I know. of all those things you take Checking for granted. Checking it twice, holiday style. Santa? Okay. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. No, I mean, it's the red and green. I can't help it. Uh, yeah, it's, too cool elf. It's, yeah. it's finding all of the things that you take for granted in Louisiana and like start yes. doing them I now know. that we're out in the world post-pandemic, kind of whatever that means. You know, start doing those things in case you get to a point where they close before you got to them. Yeah, not going to the Popeye's buffet is legitimately a top 10 regret in my life. Wow. I really wanted to go and experience it. There was only one in the country. I feel like I should play taps, but I don't. I don't think we paid for no. the rights to that. And also, it's really slow. Also, like with the really military come after us, yeah. like I don't know who's allowed to right. even use taps. I don't know. Anyways, all right. And maybe that's too dramatic. It's I don't a, know. It's a little dramatic. Maybe we're too extra. But also, it's kind of on par. Is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, wait, you don't spend enough time on TikTok to probably know what No, I don't. I just thought it was funny, but I knew you were quoting something. I just like the way that you said it. If you are um, addicted to social media in that way, you're probably like, damn, that was actually a pretty good impression of that. And you're just like, that was a funny thing that you just made up. Now she says funny things. (laughs) The opposite happens all the time. People are like, what movie is that from? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's just in my head. I don't know. I just said something. I do the actual opposite of that where I just quote like random obscure quotes quotes from movies that I find, but it's, it's never like the quotes that stand out. Right. And then and, you have the other person and then people going, think, Oh, like, you're hilarious. Like, and I'm like, uh, actually, no, I'm not original whatsoever. I'm just quoting a movie that you don't remember. Yeah. So there's oh. no, there's no personality here. It's just me having a memory for things that I should not have a memory for. Your brain is just a Rolodex of obscure yeah. movie quotes. Yeah. Meanwhile, everything else I should memorize, you know, like uh relative birthdays or like in one ear and out the other. Oh. It's, yeah. Yeah. Good person. Yeah. Anyways, uh, release date of this particular episode is December 15th. Mm-hmm. I don't usually state that, but for this yeah, that was first. kind of segue, it makes mm-hmm. sense. A new study looked into when each state gets burned out on holiday cheer and okay. they need a break from drinking and parties. Wait, you need a break from drinking. Listen, what? I, I'm, I'm pretty much over parties in general, Sure, but I'm never over drinking. But the Christmas ones. Yeah, that's fair. People in all 50 states, according to the new study, mm-hmm. 
Burned out by December 15th on holiday cheer. Oh my God. So, so we made by, it By the time the you're day. hearing this, as you are hearing this right Christmas now. Christmas is dead. And you look down at your phone and your friend's like, want to come to the holiday parts? Reply back, fuck you. I'm the new done. study says I'm burned out. Yeah. I just, I just participated in the study and I told him I'm done. <laughs> you can blame us for being antisocial. Well, they said on this podcast that I listened to, which by the way, thank you to everyone who sent us their Spotify wrapped Oh, that was really cool. The year recap, and yeah. everybody's like, "Look, you're in my top podcast that I listened to." Yeah, that was that was kind of a weird moment. Yeah, I mean, in a good way. I was just like, "Oh shit, that's pretty wild." Yeah, yeah, but like as of now, people are already ready to move on from Christmas, and it has not happened yet. Yeah, but no, we still have another two weeks. So I buckle think, up. I we think can have. it'll be like restored for you, dear listener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's once, like the weirdest, dear listener. Dear listener. <laughs> Once you get to Christmas dinner okay, and opening presents and then you're like, yeah. all right, Christmas is all right again. I'm back yeah. at it. That's uh, yeah. I mean, I get that. I don't know. I, for me, I've always honestly, and I'm not, not grateful for it. I really enjoy not having to really deal with winter anymore since moving to Louisiana uh, from right, Colorado, right, right. but it is a lot easier to get into the spirit of things when there's like snow or if it's even just cold outside, it was fucking like 80 degrees out today. Yeah. So it's hard for me to kind of get into the spirit when I'm like, yeah, I can go outside in a t-shirt and I I'm sweating. I want to wear my freaking sweaters. Yeah. But, and no. but, I don't, but I don't want the snow. I'm very grateful yeah. to not have to deal with winters anymore. But it is easier to get into the holiday spirit when you look outside it's more festive, quote unquote, looking. I think the things that people are mostly burned out on are mm. like my significant Pretending other's Christmas party oh, God. at the office. Yeah, no. Or like this mandatory ugly Christmas sweater thing yeah. that I have to now buy a freaking Christmas sweater for and like yeah. um, the secret Santa with coworkers and I'm like no thank you like the, and those are always the worst too because it, it all starts off like on an even playing field and I respect the secret Santa but if they say twenty dollar gifts there's always going to be a prick that comes in who's thinks they're doing the right thing or is trying to impress somebody or whatever uh-huh. and they get like this sixty dollar gift and it fucks up the whole process of everything. Like yeah. There's always somebody, and family does it too. Some family member always goes overboard, and then everyone's like, wait, why would you do that? Because right. I got you this. Then everyone's like doing like the Spider-Man meme in each other. Like, and uh, it, uh, yeah, and it uh, never, I don't know. So that always drives me nuts. Like you need to have, you need to make sure everyone's on the same page and that the price limits are set. And uh, now I'm just going off on a tangent about Secret Santa. So I'm gonna I stop. think I started it because <laughs> technically that new study about Christmas burnout is not food focused. Yeah, no, you know, it's, that's my bad. Yeah. But holiday focused, but it was a, a long extended segue into mm-hmm. a holiday story because we've okay. mostly decided between you and I, that we don't want to hear about another freaking holiday flavored special edition release of a food. Yeah. Um, we're, we're over it, but it's also Until really hard. Now. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, I'm putting gotcha. my putting the headphones down. No, I was I was going to say it's really hard because all the stories that are out now are holiday related stories. Unless something fucking traumatic happens, like the Popeyes buffet closes. Yeah. Anyways, this one is a holiday flavored thing that I am actually intrigued by. Okay. And would totally even go to Walmart to buy this. Mm, not okay. <laughs> I know that's not your thing. Sold, not sold. I don't know if they're sold exclusively there. It seems like mm, it. They kind of, I feel like once they monopolize something, it's like only at Walmart. Jet Buffed. Okay. Is selling 
peppermint flavored marshmallows. Oh, I'm into that. Yes. Yeah, I'm really right? into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You thought like, oh, I checked out of Christmas because it's 80 degrees. You know what? Crank down the AC in your house, make some hot chocolate. I'm and doing put some it right peppermint now. Peppermint marshmallows in there. That does sound oh. good. That does sound really good. I mean, we can probably like order that for delivery so we don't have to go to Walmart into, ourselves. And deal with Walmart people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would do it. I'm a huge hot chocolate fan. Are you? Yes. Interesting. I feel I feel like the most people I talked about hot chocolate, they're like, I casually enjoy hot chocolate. It's nice to know that it's there, but I don't, I'm not like a huge fan. You're a huge fan of hot chocolate. Yeah, and I even, my next story is- You're really excited. Like your eyes, like when I asked you that, like I literally saw your eyes gloss over. I'm like, you're, you're not joking right now. My next story is okay. just all about hot chocolate. Okay, lead, yeah, lead, lead the way. I did not realize what I mean, a I also connoisseur. have personal, like I could gush about it, but- I feel like people. I'm would, genuinely. I've never. Don't think I've ever met somebody that loves hot chocolate that much. Maybe it's because I'm not a coffee drinker, and it makes me feel like it's like it's like pretend coffee. Yeah, it's pretend yeah. coffee for children. This is like <laughs> when you were a kid, and they used to have like those chalk candy cigarettes, and you'd be like the little kid <laughs> puffing on them, but I'm you never, gr- but you never grab that phase. And now you drink fake coffee in the form of hot chocolate. <laughs> You just talking about candy cigarettes made me start coughing as if I had a real cigarette. See, that's the that's the that's the candy cigarette cough. It's the mental thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, I'm all cracked out off this hot cocoa. Oh, man, I'm, I'm looking at the box. And I'm gonna be like, you realize there's no caffeine in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just sugar, and you had that crash about two hours ago. It's all mental. You're just placeboing yourself. <laughs> You should enjoy some hot chocolate with a candy cigarette. I would be beside myself. That would be amazing. I'll post it on the gram. You can share it to the the Pass the Everything podcast, Instagram. Amazing. Content. Can you even find candy cigarettes anymore? Is that a thing? Oh my God. I I just thought of the the photo with like Ben Affleck standing outside like he's over it with like a cup of Dunkin' and a cigarette. You should recreate that with a candy cigarette and some fucking hot chocolate. It's December 15th. That's how we feel about Christmas. (laughs) He's just so tired from banging Jennifer Lopez all the time. Rough life. I know. I I assume. Exhausting. I don't know. Better allegedly Uber eat some Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Anyway, one of those random food holidays okay uh we just celebrated we missed it but it's fine because for me it's every day but we just missed national cocoa day wait so how did you miss that so you're a phony i mean i celebrated by myself but like Mm. it's not but did you actually celebrate this Wow, you did. No, I mean, I've just been That's having embarrassing. my nightly hot chocolate like every nightly day. Nightly hot chocolate. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. My I'll nightly t- hot chocolate? Wait, I'll tell you Are why. Are you serious? I'll tell you why. Because last year for Christmas, uh, yeah. I got a Keurig that I okay. never use for coffee. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes because it's the nice kind that you can also do the iced coffee with, which I'll I'll mess with. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're dabbling. You're, I'm dabbling. You're dipping your toe in. Toe tipping. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's my hot chocolate machine essentially you know i have all the little k-cups so you got a really nice keurig from your family and you turn that into a hot chocolate Uh machine yeah fantastic i have different kinds of (laughs) k-cups that are all different brands of hot chocolate and like it's fine but it was the one cold day we had recently in December. 60 degrees. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so everybody that doesn't live in New Orleans understands uh-huh. that it was very well still, you uh-huh. know, maybe like a like a very thin long sleeve t-shirt day. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I went to make myself a mug of hot chocolate to get all <laughs> seasonal and festive and it wouldn't turn on. And I was like, oh, shit. So I called Keurig uh-huh. and it was just 
within my warranty. Mm. So they sent me out a new one. So I've been... God bless you, I got to make sure that it works, right? So yeah. I got to have hot chocolate every day. Okay. Right? So, yes. I so did. this is a real thing, though. The hot chocolate every night kind of a thing. Since I got the new one in, you know, I'm catching... Yeah, I'm making up for lost time. Yeah, because your machine broke. But, but, yeah. but when it's working, when it's functional... No, You're no. enjoying hot chocolate on the reg. Not... No, no. Like, when it's cold... <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, I'm just trying to get an understanding here. I'm I trying to get know, an, okay. All right. I, you don't no, have to defend yourself. The past couple days, I've been having a mug of hot chocolate a day. <laughs> okay. I just think this is great. I've never met anybody that's like, I am a huge hot chocolate. But team. what does it mean that like for several months, I didn't realize that my machine didn't work? <laughs> yeah. Cause you're not using it for coffee. You're using it for hot chocolate. And then when the weather gets quote unquote cold and you're ready to use it for your hot. Now it's a hot chocolate machine and, right. it's, and it's not working. Now you're in a crisis. This I, is your Popeye's closing. This I cleaned is your it and stuff, closing. but I guess like I didn't actually use it for. No, you just something. let it sit there. I think since probably the machine's also like, fuck you. You've been using me to make coffee. That's not even why I'm here. <laughs> hot chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. hot chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Anyways. Apparently, I'm not alone, and people are very particular about how they like their hot chocolate. Wait, I have to ask you really quick, okay. and I'm sorry here. I have to ask you, do you go real marshmallows separately in a bag, or do you buy the hot chocolate with the marshmallows in the packet, or do you go both? I'm a, I'm, I remember like when I drank a lot of hot chocolate back when I feel like in Colorado, there's a fair amount of hot chocolate consumed, uh-huh. especially when it was cold outside. I'm a real marshmallow person. Yeah, same. I like to get the, okay. I don't really need things to to be masquerading as other things, like tasting like it. We've talked about this before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want my ice cream to taste like the spicy Cheetos or whatever, the hot Cheetos. Yeah, no, we don't like the... No. You just said it. We I don't like ice the cream novelty. To taste like ice cream. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But so if I'm going to do real marshmallows in the hot chocolate, that's how it's got to be. Okay. Well, gotcha. to celebrate the Cocoa Day, some random person who likes to just ask people a bunch of questions mm-hmm. did a poll about... How you make, if you have a mixed packet mm-hmm. of hot chocolate, how you prepare it. Okay. Not the Keurig K-cup situation because yeah. there's pretty much one way to go with that. Yeah. And you can't. You might be the only person that uses a Keurig <laughs> to make hot chocolate. <laughs> this isn't like a thing where it's like, what do you think? People, everyone's like, I don't know. I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> no. So they ask people about how they mix mm-hmm. the chocolate powder, like into what? You do Oh, I do I do the hot water and then comes the the packet of powder. Stir okay. and then consume. Now this is gross to admit. In the past I would also put like extra sugar in there because to me the hot cocoa the powder uh-huh. was not like it wasn't sweet enough for me. So I would add like sugar. Like you do with your coffee. You add Yeah, I yeah. would treat it yeah, essentially, which is fucking disgusting and I'm fast tracking my way to like heart disease but yeah. but I'm realizing that you say your your base of your hot chocolate mm-hmm. of course you would because you're lactose intolerant yeah it's water I never 41 percent of Americans say dairy milk is what they always make their mixed hot chocolate with where was this poll taken in like the Midwest and the bread basket of America <laughs> no I mean I'm, I've never seen. People if I wasn't making it in milk? a Keurig, I would do it in milk too. I don't. I've never. Uh, I don't like this at all. My brain. I literally. You, you just heard my brain break. That's what that sound yeah. was. <laughs> I've brain never heard. Breaking. I've never heard of anybody use like heat up milk for their hot chocolate. 
I don't understand that at all. Well, you're in a group Even of on like, the d- instructions, it's like you use hot water. Why would you be like, I'm going to say fuck you instructions? It's better. It's like... Uh, is it? Creamier somehow, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you're in 31%, though. You're in the next biggest group, water. Uh, I do love a good underdog. Look, 8% said non-dairy milk. Those are options for you. You can do almond milk, soy milk, we're getting milk, We're getting way too crazy with Coconut this. milk. Some people are like, I use the oat milk with the... Like, dude, it's hot chocolate. Just boil some fucking hot water. I'm concerned about 2% of Americans in this poll. Oh, no. Who say... Other. Heavy cream. Other. Yeah, like some weird shit. What is your other yeah, that you're other? using to make hot chocolate? Oh, I wonder if they're doing like the like the poor kid in college with the ramen where they're just like dumping the powder into their mouth and like throwing back a glass of water, swishing it around and swallowing Ugh. it. I don't want to give people ideas. But you know not, what I'm talking about with the that ramen? That like gargle chocolate. That's not yeah. even hot. <laughs> don't coin a thing. Gargle chocolate kind of sounds awesome. Gross. <laughs> It's like, do you like Gogurt? Wait until you try gargle chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) And then 15% of the people Mm -hmm. claim they don't make hot chocolate, period. How do you like your hot chocolate? I don't. Yeah. Okay, fun police. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with those people? I understand your side more of Mm -hmm. like, I'm a big hot chocolate fan. Then I did the person who was like, no, Mm -hmm. just flat out no. Like, okay, like not once in your life. Everyone loves hot chocolate. I never met anybody who's like, I've had it, wasn't a fan. Like everyone that's had it enjoys it. And I don't even think team milk is like being bougie about it or whatever. It's just like, you know. Yeah. No, no don't. I, yeah. <laughs> don't make the agree to disagree sound. I'm just saying. I mean, at your, you know, your family's bougie just holiday parties. Hmm, would you like the milk and the hot chocolate? I don't think my mom made it with milk. I think. I just picture like a nice fireplace. Everyone's <laughs> got hot chocolate with milk in it. Some sliced up cranberry. Those like gourmet (laughs) marshmallows. Yes, the gourmet marshmallows. No, that would never happen. Not from Walmart. Yeah. That would never happen. No, but there are some- like a candy cane in it and shit. Maybe I got too excited about the idea of hot chocolate because I also found some hot chocolate hacks, which to me just sounds like, would you like to make your hot chocolate bougie? Oh, this is the hot chocolate episode. This is where this is going. You just wanted to turn this whole thing into hot Welcome chocolate. Welcome to the hot chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Of the past, the everything podcast. <laughs> where for the next 40 minutes, Ashley <laughs> will tell you the various ways she consumes her hot chocolate. I've never tried any of these, but now I'm interested in like all of them. Don't say that like you're not going to try it. Can I just like rapid fire share them with you? Yeah, because I think yeah. you might like some of them too. Okay. Add two ounces of espresso plus a sprinkle of sugar and cinnamon. Yeah, I can get down for that. I mean, this is, you know, this is the whole I want to drink hot chocolate, but I also want to have the caffeine kick. Yeah. And I like adding a little bit of cinnamon to my coffee, depending on the type of coffee I'm drinking. Yeah. So I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, number two, using an oven safe mug, top it with marshmallows and put it under the broiler. Too much work. Too I'm, much. I'm already out. Yeah. If, that, if you have to use have the word to check, oven safe. <laughs> if I have to check sorry. the bottom of my mug to see where yeah, it's safe to no. put it. <laughs> I can barely microwave some things right. without being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I totally forgot I shouldn't have put that in there. This one is a lot too, but take the hot chocolate mix and add a half cup of pumpkin puree, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, and a quarter cup of white chocolate chips. That actually sounds like all those things together sound really good. Can someone else make that for me? It's right. Yeah, (laughs) it's right. Like if someone else made it for me, I'm all in. No, it's right at the border of like, is this too much? Am I doing, am I taking too many steps to enjoy hot chocolate? Hot pumpkin chip chocolate is what you're- Hot pumpkin vanilla chip? I don't know. It's white chocolate. It's not oh. vanilla. No, I thought there was vanilla oh, there extract. Is vanilla. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's wow. a lot of things happening. Here. It is. Mm. 
Yeah. Sorry. I, I would extracting. actually argue that you don't need to do the chips. You can do the pumpkin with the vanilla extract and that would probably just fine. Like, why would you need the chips in there? They're just going to dissolve and adding the more white chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. yeah. It's a, mm. For aesthetics? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, uh, but I can get down for that. Yeah. Number four, stir your hot chocolate recipe with equal parts warmed eggnog. I like that. I, I'm a big, hot Christmas. I'm a big eggnog fan, yeah. which, you know, ruins the tum-tum. <laughs> for you, yes. Tummy sticks uh-huh. big time. Yeah. 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 Number five, drop a scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream in that, a small bowl. Fuck yeah. Then pour hot chocolate over it oh along with a whipped cream topping. And then before you do that, though, get really <sighs> stoned. Like, get really baked. And then be Man. like... And then, like, I hope you're hanging out with somebody and you're like, I'm going to blow your fucking mind. And then do this and then you're just melt into your couch. That sounds fucking awesome. Sounds so good. Number six, last one on my list. Make it spicy Mm -hmm. with a half Mm -hmm. teaspoon of Anko chili powder. Also add cinnamon, dark brown sugar, and vanilla extract. I understand the appeal behind this. I don't do well with spices. I enjoy the taste, but my body doesn't react to it well. I'm already towing the line with the lactose issue I got going on. How have you survived here? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm without knowing it. I'm actively trying to hurt myself every time I decide to go out to eat. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's it's really hard. And also, it's a thing where like my stomach has never been this sensitive before either. Prior Mm. to this, most of my life, it's been like I could handle shit. But I understand. I get the appeal behind this though. It sounds awesome. I think you might be able to handle it because you're a a casual like rare hot chocolate drinker so yeah. like one time yeah, trying yeah, yeah. it would not be like me making this every day yeah exactly we're like you discovered that you love it chili therefore yeah every night yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta have my nightly chili hot chocolate <laughs> yeah. time for chili chocolate oh man <laughs> you're gonna go home and get that carrot up and running mm, bookmarking this for later <laughs> Because look, all of these things, uh-huh. none of them tell me I have to do it starting the recipe from scratch. Like I can just add all of this into my already Yeah, hot you already chocolate. have. And a lot of this stuff is pretty common ingredients. Yeah. Like you can, you know, bust open the pantry, figure out what you have and start, start fucking around with this. Yeah. You can start doing all sorts of crazy combinations for your hot chocolate. Yeah, start. You have a whole night ahead of you. We need to end this episode. <laughs> Ashley's got to go. <laughs> She's got hot chocolate to drink. <laughs> oh my God. We've spent a lot of time over the past couple months talking about random things that are like the latest shortage of food. Mm-hmm. And for once, I have to tell you that something that you think is like a supply chain issue, it's the latest pandemic, rah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not it. That's not what's happening with cream cheese, even though there is a cream, cream cheese? cheese shortage. Oh, man. What are you putting on your bagels? Nothing. Right. You can't because there's no cream cheese. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was not caused by supply chain issues, believe it or not. Okay. It was a cyber attack on cream cheese. We're being cyber attacked and they're taking away our cream cheese. A major manufacturer was hacked in October and it caused cream cheese production to fall. Was it Kraft? Does it say who was attacked? Did I just put you on the spot there? You did put me on the spot. Hang on. Okay. You're fine. Dead airspace. Why is it the circus? I don't know. That's the only thing that came to my head. I was trying to buy you some time. Wisconsin's Schreiber Foods. Somebody cyber attacked Wisconsin Schreiber Foods, and now there's a shortage. Schreiber Foods of Wisconsin. Okay. The company is key to the Schmear supply chain. 
Why is that funny to say? I'm a grown adult. Wow, that's I'm a fucking infant. Hackers went after them in October and it caused cream cheese production to fall by 6.9%. Listen, as much as we're joking around about pretty much everything, this sucks. Because even as a lactose intolerant person fan, I have a massive soft spot in my heart. I love cream cheese. 6.9% like, doesn't sound like it should be that cheese. serious. But like, that's yeah. A, that's a lot of cream cheese. Halted. Halted. No, and I believe it because I've yeah. been in the grocery store recently doing personal shopping. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell somebody, like, they don't have this. And they're like, well, I want the Philadelphia. I'm like, they don't have it. Why would I lie to you? Yeah. But you do do the thing where you will actually take a photo of the shelves. Be like, hey, here's me not being lazy. Also, stop fucking asking me for things when I tell you it's not there. All they have is, like, the small containers of the weird flavored ones that nobody likes. And that's why they're still here. Oh, okay. Can I? Or you can have the one that's a third less fat. I'm not trying to tell you that you're fat, but, like, Mm. that's all they have. I try to trick myself into being, like, I'm lactose and I'm a piece of shit, but I'm still somewhat healthy. And I was, I was buying the one third less fat. And I was like, I'm just going to go back to buying the regular fat cream cheese. Yeah. And also I want to share this with you. Cause you just brought up like the novelty ones might be a not so popular take. I hate blueberry cream cheese. Actually, I hate any flavored cream cheese. Yeah. Just give me, even if it's just like give me regular? chives in it. No, I want regular cream cheese. Cream cheese is, is beautiful in itself. Right. It doesn't need any additives. I don't need to throw some fruit in there. But if you add it to like a, like a lox bagel, amazing. Right. It's, it's, it's the perfect kind of the base coat ingredient. That's but what I, I was going to say. Yes, yes, yes. Let me add my own shit yes. to my cream cheese. Yes. Don't put it in my cream cheese yeah. because now it's not versatile. Like what if I want something different tomorrow with my cream cheese? I'm like, well, can't, I can't do fruit or whatever with this one because yeah. it tastes like chives. Yeah. And if you're going to mix with, with the flavor, like change the flavor profile of what you are adding the cream cheese to like the different bagels and whatnot you can buy. You don't need to, ma- we're cream cheese purists is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what it comes down. My to. favorite thing in this story to add insult to injury, the lactose intolerable criminals creamed production yeah, at the stop. peak time of Don't year. Don't say creamed production. That sounds like they're doing like some sexual shit in no, a Wisconsin no, cream cheese factory. No, like you got creamed in the game. Like we were beaten really badly. Oh, wow. That I went straight porn creamed. Right. Like just creaming all over cream cheese. <sighs> peak time of year for cream cheese demand when more cream... Wait, when more cheese baked cakes uh, are baked... Getting creamed. That's so hard to say. When more cheese-based cakes are baked in the U.S. Cheese-based caked are... Nope. <laughs> fuck. Cheese-based cakes are baked? Wow, yes. I don't like that at all. See? Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't want to... I don't even know why I tried to do that. You're way better at this than I am. Cheese-based cakes are baked. Cheese-based caked are... Fuck! <laughs> cheese-based cakes are baked. Yes, there we go. Exactly. All right, cool. It, it makes you respect the people who do this nightly on the news with a teleprompter. Like yeah. you see it scrolling by once and this you is, have to hit that live. This is why Ron Burgundy, the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. The arsonist <laughs> had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> this is why repetition practice. I guess this is a big way of telling you if you're ordering groceries and the person tells you that there is a very limited selection of cream cheese, now you can say back to them and be like, yeah, because those hackers. Yeah. Do you hear that? They're creaming all over everything in Wisconsin. (laughs) 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 And the person goes, what? And then just walk away. Don't explain anything. Just 
turn around and walk away out of their lives forever. Don't offer them any explanation. The creamy hackers. Yeah. So they have to go home and they have to explain like, I don't know what's going on. I went to go buy cream cheese. This guy at the store told me that there are just people in Wisconsin creaming all over the products. I don't know what's going on. So we can't do the brunch tomorrow. I don't know. All right. They're creaming in Wisconsin. <laughs> you can change someone's life forever. They'll never forget you. That's accurate. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and just hang out like right in front of the dairy and just wait for someone to like, Did you hear to, like to look around confused like, where's the cream cheese? I'm like, I got something to tell you. <laughs> I know exactly where that cream cheese is. <laughs> We're back to the same voice of Anthony Bourdain hitting up Popeye's for mac and cheese at yes. 10 in the morning. <laughs> Give me the mac and I'll tell you about the cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> We are coming to the end of the year. I don't know like what our schedule is going to be like to record with the I holidays. Know. We got to so figure that out. Yeah. I'm not going to promise anything. No, we can instead, like take time off. We cannot take We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we, we'll figure it out. Uh, instead, I'll just give you a quick little recap of the most popular 2021 Googled recipes. Okay. What were we searching the internet for of how to cook this year? You're going to hate this one the most. Number one. Uh-huh. TikTok pasta. God damn it. TikTok pasta? It I, has a name now? I don't know because I don't... You're on there all the time. You're yeah, just but, watching cat videos. Right. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> they very much cater the experience to mm. what you've interacted with. So yeah. like It's pasta the algorithm, TikTok, bro. The algorithm. Yeah. The pasta corners of TikTok are unknown to me. But then when I hear other people talking about it, like Mindy Kaling, for example, she's like... Wait, is there a pasta TikTok? Is this a real section? Like, like NBA Twitter? Yeah, kind of. Oh, like shit. if you start interacting with that a lot, you get a lot of pasta content. Jesus. I get a lot of like cats. Cats, drag queens teaching you how to do makeup. Caught chocolate recipes. Um, <laughs> sure. That could be a thing. Um weird ASMR of cleaning and organizing things in your house. I don't know why. Yeah, I do kind of like that too. Um people drawing things, like okay. really talented artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what else? Uh this I'm really embarrassing myself. It's basically just a reflection of how, of how ADHD your brain is. Yeah. Like the algorithm's like, oh, she just likes everything. Right. She just got to fire off a bunch of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Just like a bunch of random things. Yeah. That's fine. And then obviously like the viral trends or whatever show up too. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really gotten into, now I need to start searching for pasta because I would like my TikTok to have more pasta content. I would like to know what TikTok pasta is if it was one of the most Googled things of 2021. Also, I feel like ASMR pasta would be really cool. Like like slow stirring noodles, like cracking, breaking noodles over like the boiling water, the boiling water itself. Uh-huh. Just saying ASMR pasta has a lot of potential there. But I don't think I want the ASMR once, like if you make like pasta salad or something yeah. and then you get that squishy sound. Yeah, it sounds nope. like someone's fisting a jar of mayonnaise Stop. like old people fucking I don't even want to imagine it thank you you could have stopped you could have stopped at any point so yeah, um, yeah we're gonna go google tiktok pasta TikTok after this pasta. and figure out what yeah. it is that we're trying to make not old people sex yeah mm-hmm. uh, moving on to the next thing on the All list right. people were apparently spending a lot of time googling bacon jam in 2021 I wonder what sparked that whole thing. I'm all for bacon jam. I'm just wondering where the interest came from. And you know what? Like if you're making it for the sake of your Instagram, 
it's not one of those photogenic things. No, it's not. If you're like, making bacon jam, you're not doing it because you want to enjoy delicious bacon jam. Then you're, like you said, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Maybe they are trying to enjoy delicious bacon. Bacon jam is not really my thing. It's not, but you know what would be really good with? Cream cheese on toast. I guess, oh, yeah. That sounds nice. I really like candied bacon or like- I love candied bacon too. Here in New Orleans, like praline bacon. Mm-hmm. Or just bacon, bacon. Or just bacon in general. Or way at the beginning of the podcast. Bacon's when we so did, good. Like, they even twisted f- bacon. Oh my God. Yeah. With the twisted bacon recipe. Even bacon's so good that even if it's fake, like turkey bacon, I'm like, you got me. And I know this is fake. Yeah. But it's it's like 50% there. And right now, this is close enough. Personally, I don't want bacony jam or jammy bacon either way. I'm not really Even here like, for that. A, like a piece of rye bread with some cream cheese and some bacon jam on top? I don't think so. No, hmm. that doesn't sound like me. That This is not my Google history, for okay. sure. That would be mine, for sure. Um, third on the list, birria tacos. Yeah. Uh, that is like the trendiest the food taco trend. yeah. of the year. Well, shit, New Orleans had birria tacos open up, you know, off of you know, mm-hmm. Chapatulas. Mm-hmm. I actually went in. It was really good. I've never had that before. But yeah, it's a very popular food trend. Yeah, that's what everybody's trying yeah. to make at home. Uh, as well as, this seems very vague, crockpot chicken. Wait, why would you have to Google that? You throw chicken in a crock pot. There are tons of different. Yeah, because you can add a million different ingredients. Yeah. Far more than hot yeah. chocolate, right? Like you can you can really get experimental with Yeah, this. like we've done kind of like a shredded barbecue chicken oh, in yeah. the crock pot to make barbecue yeah. chicken sliders that are really good. Yeah, you can throw the whole um, chicken in there and just marinate the fuck out of it. Like, yeah, throw like do some basic like yeah. Oh my god, yeah, you can go all sorts of some kind of like soup concoction with chicken in it. Yeah, I was gonna say cut up like a bunch of different veggies, veggies and, yes. and mm-hmm. let it really slow cook over the course of a day. Yeah, just let the chicken kind of fall apart. And you know what? I think that is people are still working from home, mm-hmm. and so they're just like. <sighs> I'm running out of effort yeah. and energy. It sounds like a family kind of thing too. Yeah, like what am I gonna do like, with these fucking kids? I have all this chicken and a crock. <laughs> I, I have all these chicken and kids. <laughs> Throw them in the crockpot. All pot. these chicken, all these kids. Get in the crockpot, kids. <laughs> like mom, how big is that crockpot? Big enough. Dis- you little got bitch. distracted. <laughs> I got We're gonna play a game. It's called Hansel and Gretel. Kids. You fat fuck. No. <laughs> I gotta go to Zoom. When I come back, you better be tender. <laughs> you better get. The, hey, you shut that lid. You shut that lid. What did I tell you? And that's a joke about kids boiling to death. Yikes! <laughs> Let's close up this list of most popular recipes people were googling in 2021. Yeah, with hummintoshin. Hummintoshin. It is. Uh, Sounds like a Harry a Potter spell. Hummintoshin. <laughs> what would that make me do? What uh, would happen? Hum Sarah McLaughlin songs. Boom. <laughs> exactly. I think Hummatoshin. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. <laughs> you secretly cast that spell at the beginning of the episode. I did, actually. I whispered it. Buffet. You can, in the background, listen to the podcast and be able to hear me. No, I need to show you the picture. It's uh, it's like a three-cornered pastry, um, often filled with like preserves, honey. Like a scone? Poppy seeds, traditionally associated with the Jewish holiday of Purim. Oh, interesting. That sounds really good. Cultural moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at us actually learning things instead of just talking shit. To that each was other. that was me doing the, the oh, more the, the you mo- know. Yeah, the rainbow, the more you know. Bring. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. So I did those not are know things that. that everybody was looking up in 2021. Okay. I can't say I Googled a single one of those no. this year. So clearly we are not cool and hip to the trends. We're not hip to the trends. We are we are aware of them, but to, again, we put in zero effort to things. So there's that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Unless it's hot chocolate. 
Dude, I'm here for that. I definitely saved that whole thing of all. I know the ways you did. You when you said I'm bookmarking this, I actually watched you bookmark it. This to is bougie it. up my hot chocolate starting yeah. tonight. Yeah. If anything, we're honest. So there's that. We have that going for us. What a nice way to wrap up the scoop. If anything, we're honest. <laughs> yeah. It's not real news. <laughs> but we're honest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a high uh, and low food moment of the past week? I um I will go first because my story is lame because I don't oh. really have a high or a low. So you can end the podcast on a way better note than I can. I didn't really go anywhere the past week. I actually was really busy. And there's one point where I realized that I hadn't left the house in like three days. Uh-huh. Like way too busy. I was like, oh shit, this is a problem. Like I'm... I can get so wrapped up into things that I just will kind of like time will kind of pass by. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, it's nighttime. And I ate once earlier at 10 Mm -hmm, a.m. Anyways, the the high slash low light was I ate Shake Shack twice in one day because I needed to go grocery shopping. And I had also had a couple drinks the night before. And so I was like, you know what sounds good? Shake Shack. And then, and then hours later, again. you know, it still sounds good. Shake, Shake Shack. Shack. Yeah. Did you I, get something different both times? No, I always get like a double <laughs> burger, a double cheeseburger. Um, I take I my hope. lactate. I take my lactate. Did you go yourself or did you get it delivered? I got, I went once myself and then I got delivered the second time. But yeah, the you're second like, time, I can't go back. The second time there were two burgers in the order and an order of fries and a large drink. And I ate all of it. I don't think we've ever talked about this before. I have an unhealthy obsession with Shake Shack. To me, they are the best fast food burger chain. I fucking love Shake Shack. Everything they do is delicious. I fell in love with them um, last Mardi Gras, like the real Mardi Gras we had. Because I went in <laughs> when there. When was that? I literally have no two idea. Two years what ago. Right now. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. Anymore. We literally didn't know what day it was earlier. Yeah. But. I went in during Mardi Gras and they were advertising in Louisiana only a uh, bananas foster shake. And I was like, hmm, I wonder how that's going to be. Blown away. This shake was so fucking good. Like used all real ingredients, Uh uh like legitimately one of the best shakes I've ever had. And I was like, what is this place? And I can't, and their burgers and their fries and they do everything right. Like everything. I'm obsessed with Shake Shack. So Shake Shack, I love you. If we're going to get a sponsor, it's going to be Shake Shack. I was going to say, it's super weird. It is. I know. I'm so 100%. Oh my God. I was waiting for the other shoe. You're like, except for the, no, except for all the, no, they do. Even the way they have like uh, how you order set up, like how you have like the little computers kind of set up when you walk in and it's super easy and friendly to use. You like tap a couple things and boom. And then you don't have to talk to anybody. They just hand it to you. It's like, this is everything that I would do. This podcast is hopefully brought to you in the future by Shake Shack. Yeah, Shake Shack. <laughs> I fucking love you. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. I ate a bunch of Shake Shack and I was really happy with it because it's delicious and it never gets old. But you did realize that you couldn't go physically back again because what if the same people were working yeah. there? Well, I was yeah. actually, I was like, actually. That's like, the only thing that's low about yeah. it. Well, I was working on a project too and I was like, oh, I don't have time to eat. I guess I'm going to have to do some Shake Shack. <laughs> Yes, I have to. I love I love Shake Shack so much. Anyways. Uh, I, I'll start with my low, which is also not terrible, but as someone who lives alone and also has You have the, a cat. Don't sure, make fun of sushi yeah. like that. Um, I have the streaming platform of Discovery Plus, which is oh, nice. everything from like HGTV and TLC and the Travel Channel yeah. and all of it. And I was watching recently 
Joanna Gaines, yeah. you know, Chip and Joanna, yeah. she has a cooking show. I love HGTV. I don't yeah. know if we ever share that either. Like Property <laughs> Brothers, I fucking love those guys. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flip or flop. Love it or list it. Oh my God, yeah. I love all that shit. <laughs> so I was watching Joanna's table, her cooking show. I don't remember what it's called, but I was watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, that chicken... And that fettuccine Alfredo, it just, it, I want that. Okay. And so this weekend I was like, you know what? I'm going to make Joanna's chicken. Okay. My low is that I keep forgetting that I am one person. Oh, no. And she's cooking for like her family and oh, the farm shit. and like all those kids. Yeah, the production crew. The production crew. <laughs> and like, I do this all the time. And it sucks cooking for yourself because you're mm. making the same amount of mess as if you were cooking for your entire family. Yes. And then you're like, oh crap, I'm going to be eating this same dish for the whole week because I have so many leftovers. Yeah. I didn't make any adjustments to the recipe. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any calculations of how to reduce it down to not be like for a giant yeah. Gaines family. It was like- How many kids did they have? It's like 10 servings and you're right. like, oh, four cups. So that seems like a lot. Guess I'm going to do it. Do I have enough Tupperware? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this seems like a lot of breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Narrator, it was a yeah. lot of breadcrumbs. It was, in fact, a lot of breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've been eating Joanna's chicken for yep, a week. Yep. That's fantastic. It's but good also, some good chicken. I will give you some credit here. I noticed since moving down here, and I know that um, a large part of this is, you know, you're, you're, if you're blindly following recipes and you're not cooking for a lot of people, usually those recipes are calling for cooking, you know, for three to five typically, right? Uh-huh. But I noticed that down here, just everything is big. Like the portions, wherever you go, are fucking huge. Right. And that includes people's cooking. Like for the most part, a lot of people I know, even if they're cooking for like, you know, their family or significant other or whatever, they always overmake so much food. Right. I'm a fan of it. But yeah, if you're by yourself, you unintentionally make enough chicken for a family, then yeah, you're going to be eating chicken for a week. And people are going to be like, Ashley, you're so dumb. Why didn't you just notice that like how much chicken they wanted? Yes. I didn't pay attention to how mm. much chicken they wanted because yeah, I, I know, I know they need chicken. So I'm going to get some chicken breasts. Great. Yeah. It's when I started like, you know, to make the, the breading mixture and I was yeah. like, Oh, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't put it back in. I am in, I am in way too yeah. deep to turn around and go back. You have and to I was like, in. wait, you want me to do how much all of the pasta? Oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then you do a thing where it's like, you do like, you look at the pasta, you look back at the pot, back at the pasta. You're like, Oh shit. Yeah. This is all going in. Yeah. Anyways. But how was the chicken though? Oh, it was really good. Yeah. It was good it enough was to great. eat for a week. Yeah. After the second time, maybe the third, you weren't like, I don't want to eat this anymore. I'm not there yet. Okay. But it's what I'm having for dinner today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want you to post like a sad picture of you just like eating chicken on Instagram or something. That'd be a big hit. At least no, with because me. I feel like it, 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 I don't want to misrepresent like how good the dish actually is. People are going to, they didn't see the first night that I made it. Yeah. So. Now they're like... Yeah, they want to see it on your fourth right. round. Right. Yeah. Now, my high is going to sound kind of deja vu-y if you listen to this podcast regularly. Mm-hmm. Because once again, the Sleepy Girls mm-hmm. were going to a show at Tipitina's. Which I, which you, 
y'all invited me to, and I very much appreciate. <laughs> yeah, because after the last yes. time, you're like, I've never been there. I've never and been. Yeah. I, and you specifically were like, I want to go on a time that is not Free Fridays. I know. So but then inv- I associate wait, Fridays with wait, Free Fridays. Yes. So we invited you yes. to a paid event yes, on, on a Friday, Friday, and you didn't realize that it was a paid event. And yes. I was like, oh, well, did you get a ticket? And, and you're like, oh. I think I replied, ticket, question mark, or something along those lines. Where we were like, yeah, it's a concert. Yes. Which I was like, well, it's also Friday. I thought it was a free Friday thing. No, so. we wouldn't invite you on a free Friday because mm. that was what you specifically did not want I'm to go to. I'm used to people to. not paying attention to a lot of the things that I say. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> How dare you pay attention to things I say to you? But once again, Sleepy Girls Supper Club was actually a supper club at a restaurant before yes. going to a show. Okay. Uh, which was, by the way, uh, an Alanis Morissette tribute. How was that, by the way? I recommend tribute shows like this because it's like group karaoke on crack. That's awesome. The entire audience is scream singing every word. Yeah. I honestly don't even know. You don't even, (laughs) the person singing was great, Mm -hmm. but you don't even have to be at a certain point. Like you can just kind of step back from the mic. Like the music starts, everyone freaks out Uh and you're like, mic out to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So before the show, we like to go to places that are close to the venue. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this week was Tito's Ceviche and Pisco. Oh if you my haven't God, been, I love it. Peruvian spot on magazine. The best way to go, I will stick by this once again, mm-hmm. find a group of people that you like and you are comfortable yeah, share sharing plates. plates with. Yeah, I agree. And the waiter appreciates you more because they don't have to remember what seat position, what yeah, dish was like, at. Bring it out. Let's just do bring this. out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Honestly, God, let them it. list out the specials and be like, sure, we'll take three of those out of that list of five that you had because they all sound awesome. Yeah. And then we'll also pick these other things from the starters and mm-hmm. uh, everything was good. The ceviche was awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, they, they had the octopus ceviche? We got the tuna. Okay. Both they had great. a scallop special that was... Ah, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember all the things we got. There everything was, they do there is great. Their cocktails are also outstanding. Every they I had they a good bit of sangria. Well. Did you? Yes. Nice. Yes. There you it go. Was good. There you go. Um, there was a hanger steak starter that we got. Mm. The desserts that we got were amazing. There's this really good chocolate gelato you should try. Okay. And also their flan was also good. Dude, and that's the thing, like. When you think of New Orleans, you're certainly not being like, hmm, I would love to go for some Peruvian food. I want right. to get a good Peruvian food. But Tito's Ceviche in Pisco is that good. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. Like, I, I'm blown away. I've been there a couple of times. And every time I walk away, I'm like, why don't I, I eat here more? Because every time I do, it is a perfect experience. I'm, there's so many plates that we got, and now I'm just like blackout. And if yeah. I go through my phone and look at the pictures that I took while I was drinking sangria, yeah. I'm like, at the time, I was like, these are so good. And all my friends know now. They're like, we're going to hold off before you take that first bite. You got to take yeah, a picture. I get the photo in there. Yeah. And the like, sauce picture turned out it, great. Like, did I, did I take good pictures or did I just, <laughs> or was I just at the table with my phone? Yeah. I mean, whatever. The meal was good. I mean, that place is just fantastic. So. It was amazing. The people who work there are great and fun and very welcoming. Um, And also it's kind of casual. I'm not saying like to roll in there and fucking, you know, and one gym shorts, but I've definitely gone in there and like shorts and a t-shirt, like khaki shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. And it's totally fine. Because at first, if you you see it and you also like kind of look at the menu, not because anything is priced out too crazy, but... You just see, I don't know. I just, one of those places where I'm like, oh, like, am I going to be out of place here? No, Uh you can totally pop in 
And if there's room, they'll take you. And the service is going to be great. Yeah. You can also opt to sit outside. So if you're looking yeah. for outdoor dining, great spot for that. I mean, yeah. it's, and again, it's really close to things. It's on magazine. It was a great yep. spot for us to go to before a show. Great yeah. night. Win, win, win. And that the was, show was awesome. Yes. The show was awesome. So that was, That's that awesome. whole Friday night was my high of the week, food nice. and otherwise. I like it. So awesome. that's it. That's all I have. Do you have anything else to add before? I got nothing. I ate Shake Shack a couple of times and uh, <laughs> that's about it. I meant, now I'm starving. Now I'm actually hungry though. I'm real, I'm like I'm ready to eat. I I'm meant starving. in case we decide not to record a Christmas episode. Do you have? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was already like, man, I could go for some Shake Shack right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, uh, no, I got nothing. I'm, uh, I'm tapped out. I'm not saying we won't record one. Yeah. We'll think about we'll it. We'll think about it. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, I'm going home, I'm not going to be like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, go home. It's fucking Christmas week. But in a way. And I also, if we do an episode, everyone listening, you're welcome. Right. Yeah. yeah. Our gift to you. Yeah. She already has green hair. What more do you want from her? <laughs> <laughs> the number of people I've had telling me about that for the past couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Belie- would you believe that it's like this year round? And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I thought you were Christmas hair. Would you lady. believe that this is not a novelty thing? Like, yeah, huh? Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's uh, our episode of the Pass the Everything podcast. We appreciate you letting us have some of your time this week. Please follow up with us on social media after you sign that Popeye's yeah. buffet. <laughs> yeah, petition. Change.org petition. <laughs> Don't forget to keep telling your friends, like, share, rate, review, all the things that you can do on the platform of your choice for podcasts. And we will talk to you next time we talk to you. Come back for seconds. <laughs>